Welcome back to the Wherever We Go, However We Grow podcast. This is fun. We are staying committed to the bi-weekly messages and encouragement of just our story, our journey, where we're at. This one's actually really special because we're recording it the same day and we're going to post it up right after we record it, which we haven't done yet. So this is something new. Basically, we were like, oh no, it's bi-weekly and we haven't recorded one. So we got to get on it. Yeah. And staying committed, you know, staying committed. And There's then, power in commitment. Yeah. And also being in this new season of being parents, mm-hmm. time goes by way faster. They, way faster. They do not tell you that. Time flies, but <laughs> as soon as you have a child... It seems like it goes by even faster. Yeah. So, yeah. You just got to not get run off the road by it because it can can hit you if you let it. So, uh, but on that theme of commitments, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I feel like diving into it. The thing about commitments are they aren't always convenient. It's Mm. something uh, I've done a couple of motivational Mondays and at speaking events, I talk about commitments because committing is your word, right? And our word binds us to what we want to do and who we want to be. And if we make those commitments, when we honor them, it builds trust and intimacy with ourself. When we dishonor those commitments by saying, you know what, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to push it off to the next time. The more we stack those up against us, we actually dishonor ourselves and then we don't feel uh, the, the value of us is gone and we, and we break trust and intimacy with ourselves. Again, we always talk about in a relationship, if you can't be true to you, you can't be true to anybody. So it's on that, on that theme of integrity, but commitments are not convenient. Nope. Making a commitment isn't convenient. Like making these commitments to want to stay and be a certain way, it takes depth. It takes trust. It takes work and it's not always comfortable, but it's beautiful. Exactly. And not breaking your commitments. That's mm-hmm. what you always talk about. It's what people don't even think about. It's not a big commitment. Like Little I'm going to go, it's the small things in your day-to-day life. Like I'm going to go a week without sugar. And then you commit to this and then you break it halfway through and you have that cookie. And then someone brings a cookie and yeah, is like, oh, are you sure like, you don't want one? Oh, I can have one. Yeah. It's break the trust small again things. With yeah. Yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're breaking trust again. Like, oh, I really want to work out. And, you know, because I've even done that. Like, oh, I'll start with, tomorrow. Yeah, I'll start yeah. tomorrow. and Or I'm definitely going to do it today. And then I don't do it. It's you're breaking that trust with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that also, like, it does affect your inner self-esteem yeah. as well. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, dang it. I can't do that. Because you, know, you, like, yeah, you, in capable. a sense, broke trust with yourself. You yep. lied to yourself in a way. Because you're like, I said I was going to do it, and I didn't. It makes you feel not worthy. It makes you feel not worthy. Absolutely. And ultimately, that's what we want to feel in a relationship. We want to feel validated, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the world is seeking right now is validation. We could go down a rabbit hole on yeah. that. But ultimately, the best way to get validated is to have the validation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who uh, has purified us, reconnected us with our Heavenly Father. Father, and we're validated by him. So what validation do you need? You know, mm-hmm. out of that validation, then you can flow and uh, not need the approval of man, which is a pretty freeing place to be. Um, because again, love is a choice, not a circumstance. And so you don't need validation to be loved. You just need, hey, I'm choosing to love you even though you're not perfect. And that's okay. Yep. That's part of the roots. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's <laughs> perfect. But speaking on the roots, that was a good little three minute little yeah. thing right there we didn't even plan on. So this is going to be a really powerful podcast. I can already feel it. And yep. um, we got little man snoozing on mama. Yeah. He's just snoozing. Um, so we're like, you know what? Just wing it. Just go with it. 
you know, you got to just go with the flow, especially being a parent, having grace for yourself. And that's where we really wanted to jump in to this podcast is having grace for yourself, having grace for your partner, especially in this new season of being parents and trying to figure it all out. It's, it's big and it's making sure that, you know, you don't always get it right and that's okay. And same with dad, like having grace for you constantly where you're trying to help and not being nitpicky. That was like a big one that we wanted to, to touch on. <laughs> <laughs> we should give that example and tee it up like that. Yeah. Um, I, I want to start just on talking about grace and what grace really means. And we just, again, go to the foundation of the Bible because we feel like that's God's word that gives us context and how to live in the world the most optimally. And so what, what God's word says about grace is that his grace is sufficient for us for his power is made perfect in our weakness. And it's really powerful because you can think of grace as kind of this passive thing oh I have grace for you but grace is actually this empowering of saying hey I'm covering you you're not being the best version of yourself right now but I still see the best version of you on the inside and I'm not gonna hold you accountable to what you didn't do I'm gonna still love you choose to love and believe in you like that's what grace is it's a covering that empowers and equips you to rise the next time and it, it doesn't hold anything over you it actually just meets you where you are loves you into who you can become and it creates the, it's this equipping power and by having grace for for Gabrielle it allows her to be the best version of a mama she can be and same with me I'm not going to get it perfect like we'll, oh, we'll just so see this, this is, example yeah yeah and we just we're thinking of this it's so perfect you know moms do a lot especially in the newborn stage he's now 9 weeks old And it's the dads can't do that much sometimes like he really needs mom. He needs your milk. He needs your smell. He needs your comfort. Like there's so much that he needs from me that when dad tries to help. So the other day we're getting ready for church and (laughs) I'm like, dad, I need you to change him. And he's like, yeah, I got it for sure. I'll go change him and get him ready. And so I'm getting ready and he's dressing him. And then we put him in the little bouncer. I finished getting dressed and then I look at him and then I'm like, oh, we got to change you because he just, you know, pooped his diaper again. (laughs) And so I take him in there and it was so hilarious because I'm like, oh, your shirt's totally on backwards. And I could take that and it was just so funny, but I could see some moms being like, oh, he didn't do it right. Or like, oh, I have to do this again. I have to take the shirt off and put it on right. And hey, the shirt was still on. It was still on. <laughs> and you can choose to make the best out of your situation. Yeah. Make it funny. It doesn't yeah. always, yeah, he didn't get it perfectly right, but he was helping. Having grace to be like, hey, he's helping me. He's not going to get it perfect. You know, there's even been times where you definitely didn't put the diaper on right and he peed on me, <laughs> like all over me. And Whoops. I'm like, Okay, whatever. Maybe that one was intentional. I know. Just kidding. But it's funny, and I'm like, okay, like, you know. Come on, Dad. Come on, Dad. But at the same time, I can choose to just have Grace laugh at it Mm -hmm. and move forward. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and, And having Grace, even for myself as well, because... There's things I feel like are instinctually Gabrielle gets right away, like the mom instinct is real. Mm-hmm. But the for for the male figure, like you're still trying to figure this thing out, and you don't have again. Like there's times I'm holding him, and he's losing his. We call it he's losing his marbles <laughs> when he's just pitching a fit, and I'm like, there's a level of it that 
no matter what I'm going to try and do to console him, it's it's not going to happen with me. And I have to have the grace that it's not because it's me. It's just because in this season, he needs you. He yeah. needs you for certain things. And so having that grace for myself where I, I have felt like, man, what am I doing wrong? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got, I must be doing something wrong. Why is he still losing it? Like, I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to do, you know, move him around. I'm trying to keep him keep him comfortable, but he's just not having it. And it can be really frustrating internally. And you're like, man, what, what more can I do? I can make these noises. I can put you in your bouncer. I can pick you up. I can take you on a walk. Nothing's consoling you. And I see that look on your face. Yeah. That's where as a partner, I come to you and I'm like, he loves you. Yeah. You are his dad. He does love you, (laughs) but he just needs me. And not getting down on yourself because right. you're like, I am, I'm trying everything. And I'm like, I know you are. Thank you so much for trying to help. Mm. And, um, yeah, that's just the learning curve, you know? Yeah. And then it, it is kind of funny cause I pick him up and then he instantly just calms down. But that's, that's yeah. being a mom, I guess. <laughs> I it's know. being a mom. It's being a dad. And it's just, enjoy, it, I think it's ultimately, you know, preparing you for everything in life because life is not perfect, mm-hmm. but it can be beautiful. I think if you can take anything from this podcast in any episode, that's what I want you to hear. We're not perfect, yep. but we do have a beautiful life that we're so thankful for. And I think you can create that. It's it's all a choice and how you choose to show up. The, again, we, we talk about having thankfulness and having gratitude that we can choose to feel great by being grateful, by being thankful for the things that we have. And in turn, that allows you to feel great in your day. If you're thankful for what's going on, you're receiving the blessings of heaven over your life and you're grateful for them, you're going to feel pretty good about life. You're going to feel pretty good and that life actually can be something beautiful even if the circumstances aren't the best. And again, taking grace into every area of your life. Literally yesterday, I was making coffee, trying to get ready. I had to leave the house early to go do a a school show. And I'm excited to make the coffee and get ready. And we're on it, we're on it. And obviously dealing with little man as well. And so I totally forgot to put the coffee pot under the coffee maker. And actually, Gabrielle did this during her pregnancy. Oh, that was pregnancy pregnancy brained it. (laughs) But she caught it when it maybe poured like, you know, half a cup. Yeah, I heard it. She heard heard it. it. Yeah. I waited. I didn't hear it. I come back and I'm all amped up to pour my cup of coffee, put the butter in, blend it all up. (laughs) Totally realize I put it on for brew for half a pot. And that half a pot is all over our counter. And the floor. <laughs> no, it didn't go to the floor. Oh, Somehow it, it stayed on the counter oh, completely. Good. But we have a lot of things on the counter. So they all the got torched. <laughs> she was in the shower. And I look over and I, I had a decision. Again, I had a decision. I could have been super frustrated and angry at myself or called myself a lot of mean names, right? Like, yeah. oh, you're so stupid. No, I just laughed and was like, well, yeah. great. Here we go. Guess we're brewing another one. And yeah. and you make light of those situations. But again, it's a choice. Like circumstances are always going to happen to you. You're going to get cut, cut off on the road. You're going to get that. You're going to have conversations with people that aren't the most empowering. You're going to run into people in life that have different mindset than you that, that can be troublesome. But how do you choose to show up in it? And what do you choose to take out of that situation? And I think if you can laugh along the way, 
it makes for a, a more beautiful journey. It makes for just showing like, yeah, the world isn't perfect, but you can still have these moments of beauty and moments of grace and moments of joy in, in every situation. I was going to say that. Choose to find the joy yeah. in your situation. Mm-hmm. Literally took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's powerful and it sounds so simple, but it takes practice to activate that. And I think I've, for a long time, always felt some sort of innate joy in my life or like felt that there was a practice from a young age, like with skateboarding, like I fell in love with something that really just turned me on and made me passionate about life. And what it did, I think, made it bring it, it opened up a new creative side of me that I could take this board, this piece of equipment that so many other people can take, but I could do it my own way and do it in a way that brought me joy. And I think I've taken that approach into a lot of different areas of my life because I was able to look at something so simple, but take it in my own way. And I think that's allowed me, but I I would say for you, it was surfing, maybe the same thing, but also just the different dynamics in life. Um, I don't know that you've always chose to look at life in this lens, but I know since we started dating, I've seen a transformation in that. Yeah, no, I definitely think I had a different um, viewpoint before I found God. You know, I, I grew up Catholic, and so I always had an idea, but having this more Christian relationship, going from Catholicism to Christianity, was different to have a, a relationship, and also being able to look at the world differently Mm -hmm. um you know basically you know judging in the right way things like that and Mm -hmm. being able to to have a different view i definitely i think i would say no i've always been pretty joyous but sometimes i could be a little bit pessimistic (laughs) yeah you know and wanting to act just being more active in always choosing to find that the glass is half full Mm -hmm. it's not half empty yeah like what do you have to look forward to like there's always something there if you're willing to look yes you know and choosing to you know get off your your petty horse and look and see and all right there's something here um i want to tie in though on that mindset of just a situation that maybe for a day or honestly not even a full day probably just for a morning Mm. that that you could have chose to find a joy, but you chose the other, but then you caught yourself so quickly, which I thought was really powerful because you had every right. You could have justified it a hundred different ways and talked to 10 different people and they would have all agreed with you that you were in the right in that scenario. Yep. And, um, yeah, I'll just describe it, but it was a morning I had woke up beaver the night before was like, Hey, I know you're tired. Um, I'm going to take little man in the morning so that you can get some extra sleep. And it's just, again, tying in that like baby needs you. It's a season. But I woke up that morning and Beaver's like snoozing hard. <laughs> like you are zonked. He didn't hear little buddies start to get up. And um, <laughs> so I have to, so I feed him and then I'm like, okay, well he needs to be changed. And Beaver's like still, I'm like, he needs to be changed come on and he's like no you just didn't really move and so i got up i changed I was out. him yeah you were just still out so even asleep. though i was like trying to talk to you you were just like still so zonked and i even looked at my son in my arms and i said isn't daddy just snoozing perfectly right now <laughs> so he just getting the most sleep and i got up you know i was 
enjoy and like just having a morning and <sighs> you got up and you were like, can I make you coffee? Can I do these things? No, and no, I was no. Just I was mad. still in bed. Oh, I was yeah. still in bed and I was like, well, I wanted her to sleep. Maybe she'll come back in with little man and I can hold little man in bed. I was trying to get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to stay in bed a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But maybe we can get little man in here. I can, you know, Snuggle have him, him be good here in bed and she can get some rest. Yeah. But, but I was out here instead in the living room and just yeah. like nursing and not having it. Not having it. Fever <laughs> got up and, you know, you're doing your own thing. Trying to kinda, make coffee. Trying for to make her, coffee. Trying to do things. It's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> the the class, fine word. The fine. Ooh. Oh, us women in the word fine. We're going we to do go... its own podcast. Oh, yeah. The word fine. Um, <laughs> nothing's ever fine if we say it, really. <laughs> Honestly. Hint to all the men out there. If you hear the word fine, something's not right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Be fine. Be discerning. I'm fine. <laughs> so I said that, and then maybe half an hour goes by, and I literally, you approach, and you were like, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm very jealous of you right now. Right. And I was able to call it out. And I said, I'm jealous. I'm mm-hmm. tired. You got great rest. And yeah, I was just like, I'm sorry. I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm just very yeah. jealous of you. And that's why I'm being kind of like, I was being rude, really. Yeah. And being able to call it out, I would have never been able to really call that out before. I would have shoved it under the rug. I was a rug sweeper. We don't know this, but there are women out there. I definitely was one of them. If something bothered me, I'd sweep it under the rug and just continue on with my day because I'm like, ah, I'm fine. Just Mm -hmm. shove it deep down. Then you keep shoving those little things under the rug. Then you get literally a pile under there. And one day you would probably just say something and it just, you trip over the rug and everything comes out. That's holding resentment. It's Mm. everything comes out from under the carpet because you literally just tripped over the pile you made. And so that's holding on to things. Mm. And if I don't, and that's where I learned even just going to therapy and stuff and talking to someone, they were like, no, when something upsets you, you need to address it immediately. Right. Because you don't want those things or those resentments to pile up. Yeah. So that's what I had to learn in my life was to literally say, nope, this bothered me. I need to speak about it. Mm -hmm. I don't need to say that I'm fine. I need to actually address why I am irritated or why I'm upset. Not mask it up. Yeah, Yeah. not mask it. And so Mm. I did. I said, I'm jealous. And, And then you were like, okay, well, I'm... Definitely sorry about that. And <laughs> sorry, I'm sleeping good. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the next day, um, or a couple days later, it was Mother's Day, and I just heard this message at church, and it was being content in the season. And I was like, wow, I needed to hear this message so much because I had the spirit of jealousy, and I was like, no, this is just a season, and you're going to miss this season of being a mother Mm -hmm. like he's only a newborn for so long technically eight weeks so he's not even a newborn anymore so i needed to cherish this season because i'm gonna miss it like he's not always gonna need me 24 7 you know like there it's a it's a short season and time flies and i'm like wow i needed that and then also to not speak or think badly about my husband that he actually does have my back. You are my protector. You are my provider. You do want me to get rest. You do want me to sleep. And 
it was that next day that you literally, yeah, you woke up early with him at five and you took him and you just let me sleep until like seven. It was beautiful. So having that grace for my partner, yeah, being able to address it. <laughs> the grace is good. Yeah. It's just, again, it's an empowerment for your person, for your partner to say, hey, I'm going to cover you in where you're not stacking up, right? Yeah. Relationship is a give and give. Like, don't ever go into a relationship wondering what can I get out of this? Even same thing, like I would argue into work, in the workplace too. Like if you're just showing up to get a paycheck, like what's the point of you being there? Like yeah. actually go to give of yourself, serve what you're doing. Like it's a gift, it's a blessing. Work is a blessing, but if you're just showing up to take, you're never gonna find, a, find the joy in that. The way to find joy is to execute how can I give to this situation how can I enjoy this situation and actually give of myself and what's required of me and it's the same in a relationship I think our culture is stuck in this entitlement thing mm -hmm. where we just feel like we can we deserve it yeah but we really don't it's a gift it's a blessing life is a gift it's a blessing and when you choose that lens of gratitude and faithfulness and honoring what's there it just creates beauty it creates passion as well passion even the Bible talks about fanning the flame that's within you, fanning the spirit, like igniting the passion within yourself. I mean, you can pray all day long for the Holy Spirit to just give you passion, but ultimately find things to be passionate about. He's created an entire world full of beauty and wonder for you to go explore and to create that passion within. Yeah. Find passion in your purpose. Yeah. What are you doing in life? Find passion in your job. Find passion in your partner. Yeah. And that's not just intimacy. That's like finding passion in that person and yeah. having those desires together, those wants and to dreams. To want to build a beautiful life together. Dreams. Dreams. To dream again. Dream together. Yeah. Dream of how we're going to raise this little champion and whatever other champions come out mm -hmm. up. <laughs> but right now it's just you, little man. Oh, oh. and he's awake. And he's awake. <laughs> But he's been doing so good. We're just so thankful. But we wanted to share just the realness of it because this is life. This is what happens. But how we choose to act and activate our faith in our works, in our day-to-day -day life, is what changes everything. And so that those scenarios, those situations, that's just how we practically choose to approach these things. And we don't always get it right, but we always seek to find correction and stay open-hearted enough yeah. to one another so that you can call me not only out but up Calling hey i you see up. this what you're doing but i want to call you up to where i know you can be yeah and that's exactly what we want to do we want to call people up yep we don't want to just call people out <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean that again that's the pattern of the world yeah to call someone out to justify their own yeah a like oh i'm gonna call them out on yeah. this and because they wronged me yeah but it's if you don't address like why address they wronged it. you yeah. like you can't just call someone out and be like dude that wasn't cool blah yeah. blah but like what's the corrective action like what can how they... can they do better the next time exactly calling them up to like hey you did this but that's not who you are it's yeah. what you did or dude you're late every single time blah, blah blah like maybe instead you say hey call me 15 minutes or let me know next time you're going to be late you know give them something to communication yeah. it yeah. goes back it's all in the roots yeah thankful we have our roots yeah hope this encouraged you 
would love to encourage you. If you haven't, go back to our roots and get some ideas for how to make your roots. You don't even have to be in a relationship to have these roots. Create yeah. some roots in your own life, right? Like we all have these internal desires and this internal <laughs> compass, but we got to know what that is so we can know if we're on course or not. So spend some time with yourself. Spend some time with your partner. Get these ideas and visions and roots of what you want your life to look like. And a challenge for you guys um, this next two weeks before we do another podcast, I challenge you to comment and say some of your own roots or take, um, yeah. yeah, put it in the comments. What are your roots? What are you guys um, starting to discover about your relationship yeah. that you find are foundational keys mm-hmm. to success? So we'd love to see those and would love to speak into them, you Mm -hmm. know, like if we know where you guys are at, we can know, oh, we need to speak a little bit deeper. Like today when in our life, one of the the roots that we've noticed that we're hanging on, that's really growing right now is that grace because we're having to like these circumstances are happening for us to develop more grace. And again, that's what life is happening for you, not to you. So when these situations Mm -hmm. arise, it's actually to develop your strength and what's already on the inside. And so what if we could know what you guys want to know more about or how we could help resource you with what we've experienced and gone through and just some of the tools that we use that's what we want this podcast to be because it is wherever we go however we grow we're going to continue to go all kinds of places life is a journey it's not a destination it's not like one day you figure it all out and have it all sorted you don't just stop growing you don't stop growing ever until the day you take your last breath you're always growing you're always growing and uh but you can decide if you're growing the right kinds of fruit like what Mm -hmm. fruit are you producing and so this is how we show up this is how we do it and we want to just continue to share our journey because it's been a beautiful ride we feel such a unique divine connection and we are so excited for life to the full with this little man it's a blessing and that's what we want to do right like our parents didn't necessarily talk a lot about relationships nope not at all (laughs) I knew my parents had a good relationship thankfully they've been married for what 30 years yeah Mm. and um over but, 30 years, mm-hmm. but 35, something like that. And then your parents were divorced. But like I saw and was reflected what a beautiful relationship looked like. Although I would argue I didn't really hear the ins and outs of what it took to make it. Mm-hmm. So we feel that's something powerful we want to start doing for our son. Yeah. Lead by example. Lead by example. Monkey see, monkey do. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. We hope this episode encouraged you. Like, comment, share, do all the things, and uh, appreciate just all the incredible support and feedback that we've gotten. And we're excited to see where this thing continues to go and how we continue to grow. Thanks. You. You. Gotten. Received.